Hey guys, I'm back with another episode from my podcast, Boxing Talks with Ashley. And in this episode, I'll be talking about the history of Floyd Patterson. And before I start talking about the history of him, um, I gotta say a few things. So the first thing I gotta say is don't mind the background noise. And the second thing I gotta say is I may say some repeated stuff. The third thing I gotta say is I may mess up a little bit. And the fourth thing I gotta say is don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. So yeah, uh, sorry if I'm speaking fast. So yeah, heavyweight boxing champion at age 21, Patterson became the youngest man to have won the World Heavyweight Championship. He had a record of 55 wins, 8 losses, and 1 draw, with 40 wins by knockout. Patterson was also the first heavyweight to win the World Championship twice. He regained the title when he knocked out Sweden's Ingmar Johansson in 1965 that caught the world's attention. He was the first gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, to win a World Heavyweight title, Patterson firmly believed that a champion should conduct himself as a gentleman in life as well as in the ring. He was widely known as a modest man who deplored the later violence and sleaze of the boxing world. After stepping out of the ring, Patterson continued his involvement in the sport and established an amateur boxing club. He served as a chair, as chairman of the New York State Athletic Commission and was elected to the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Born on January 4, 1935 into a poor family in Waco, North Carolina, Patterson was the youngest of 11 children and experienced an insular and troubled childhood. His family moved to Brooklyn, New York, where he was a persistent tra and petty thief. At age 10, he was sent to Wilwack, Wiltwick, School for Boys, a reform school in upstate New York, and stayed there for about two years. Patterson credited his experience with turning his life around. At age 14, he started to box. He was trained by Customato. So yeah, you guys want to know about one thing? Customato trained Mike Tyson and Floyd Patterson. So yeah. So yeah. He was trained by Customato at his now legendary Gramercy Gym in New York. Patterson carried his hands higher than most boxers. In front of his face. In front of his face. So, yeah. Sports writers called Patterson's style a peekaboo stance. It's just 17. Patterson won the gold medal in the 1952 Helensky Olympics as a middleweight. The year 1952 turned out to be a good one for the young Patterson. In addition to Olympic gold, he won the National National Amateur Middleweight Championship and the New York Golden Gloves Middleweight Championship. Patterson amateur record was over 44 fights and was 40 and 4 with 37 knockouts. After turning pro, he was studied through the ranks and his only early defeat was controversial and eight-round decision to former light heavyweight champion Joe Maxim, Joey Maxim. Although Patterson fought around the light heavyweight t- limit for much of his early career, him and manager Customato always had plans to fight for the heavyweight championship. Patterson got his chance when he fought Archie Moore on November 30th, 1956 for the World Heavyweight Championship left back sent by Rocky Marciano. Um, he beat Moore by a knockout in the fifth round and became, at the time, boxing's youngest sport heavyweight champion in history at the age of 21. He 
was the first Olympic gold medalist to win a heavyweight title after a series of defensive defenses. Patterson met Ignomar Johansson of Sweden in the beginning of what many consider one of boxing's most interesting trilogies of fights. Johansson trumped, triumphed over Patterson on June 26, 1959 with the referee Ruby Goldstein stopping the fight in the third round after the Sweden knocked Patterson down in seven knocked down knocked him down seven times. Johansson became the country's first world heavyweight champion and the first European to defeat an American for the title since nineteen thirty three. Patterson knocked Johansson out in the fifth round of their rematch on June twentieth, nineteen sixty, delivering a leaping left hook to become the first man to recover the world's undisputed heavyweight title. The punch caught Johansson's chin and he hit the canvas with a thud knocked out before he landed flat on his back with blood trickling from his mouth, his glazed eyes staring up at the ring lights and his left foot quivering. The Sweden was counted out. After the count, Patterson showed his concern Consume for Johansson by cradling his motionless opponent and promising him a second rematch. Johansson lay unconscious for five minutes before he was placed on a stool. He was still dazed and unsteadily. Fifteen minutes after the knockout, as he was helped out of the ring, Patterson spurred endured, endeared himself with people who had made Johansson their national hero. And when the, he went on a European exhibition tour, after the rematch, he was greeted by Swedish fans who were eager to shake hands, ask for autographs, and take photos with Patterson. Everywhere he went during his stay there, a third fight between them was held on March 13, 1961. And while Johansson put Patterson on the floor twice in the first Round Patterson retained his title by a knockout in the sixth to win uh, with a wild rubber match. The quality of some of Patterson's opponents as champion was questionable, including 1960 Olympic champion Pete Badmatcher fighting in his first pro match, leading to charges that Patterson was ducking the powerful contender. And former convict Sonny Liston. Patterson, eventually stunned by the criticism, agreed to fight Liston while attending an event with President John F. Kennedy at the White House. After one more defense, Patterson lost his title to Liston on September 25, 1962 by a knockout in the first round. The two fighters were a marked contrast in the ring, Liston, size and power proved too much of for Patterson attempted to regain the title again, but Liston once more knocked him out in the first round. Following these through a depression, often dominating sunglasses and hats to disguise himself in public. However, he eventually recovered and began winning fights again until he became number one challenger of the man who twice beat Liston, Muhammad Ali, in the Build up to the fight, Ali had been offended by Patterson's criticism of his membership in the Nation of Islam. As a re- as a result, Ali continually taunted Patterson, dubbing the rabbit because 
of his Dissil Manor in his second defeat to Liston. Ali even turned up at Patterson's train camp to hand him some carrots. Despite this insult, Patterson was indeed a legitimate contender. On November 22, 1965, in an attempt to regain the world's heavyweight title, heavyweight, yet again, Patterson lost to Ali by a technical knockout at the end of the 12th round. Although he was criticized by many as washed up, in 1966, Patterson um, traveled to England and defeated the respected British heavyweight Henry Cooper in just four rounds at the Wembley Stadium. In 1967, Ali striped off heavyweight title for refusing military service after being drafted into the United States Army. Despite the previous bad blood between the two men, Patterson came to Ali's defense and opposed Ali, losing the title over his stance in September of, ni- of 1969, Patterson divorced his first wife, Sandra Hicks Patterson. She wanted him to quit boxing, but he was not quite ready. He knew he could get another chance at the title. The World Boxing Association staged an eight-man tournament to determine Ali's successor. Patterson, in a third and final attempt at Winning the title a third time, lost the 15-round referee decision to Jimmy Ellis. In Sweden, despite in Sweden, despite breaking Ellis's nose and scoring a knockdown, Patterson still continued to fight, defeating Oscar Bonavina in 10 rounds in 1972. However, a final and decisive defeat to Muhammad Ali in a rematch for the North American heavyweight title on September 20th, 1972, convinced Patterson to retire at the age of 37. Patterson is still the youngest man to gain the heavyweight championship at age 21. Mike Tyson became a champion on June 27, 1988, just two days after his 22nd birthday. In retirement, Patterson and Johansson became good friends who flew across the Atlantic to visit each other every year. Patterson continued his involvement in the sport and established an amateur boxing club. Patterson became chairman of the New York State Athletic Commission, a job that he held almost to his death. In 1982 and 1983, the brand, he ran the Stockholm Marathon together with Johansson. Patterson lived in New Paltz, New York for many years and was not known as the, a true gentleman around the around town. He was a Latin Rite Catholic convert and a member of the Knights of Columbus. Patterson suffered from Alzheimer's disease and prostate cancer in later life. He died at home in New Paltz on May 11, 2006, at age 70, 71. He is buried at the New Paltz Rural Cemetery in New Paltz, Ulster County, in New York. Patterson firmly believed that a, cha- a champion should conduct himself a gen- as a gentleman in real life and 
as well as in the ring. He is remembered as a modest man who deplored the violence and corruption of the boxing world among his accomplishments and awards he received, setting a good example award from the President John F. Kennedy in 1961. He was elected to the Boxing Hall of Fame in 1976. He received the Pioneer of the Excellence Award from the World Institute of Black Communications and CBS Records in 1986. He was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 1991. Patterson adopted Tracy Harris Patterson, who was a world champion boxer in the 1990s and was trained by Floyd during part of his career. So yeah, this is the history of Floyd Patterson. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, before I end uh, this episode, uh, don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.